If Reality Check Radio enriches your day and life, support us to keep bringing you the content, voices, perspectives, and dose of reality you won't get anywhere else. Visit www.realitycheck.radio forward slash donate. Welcome back, everyone. You're here with Natalie Cutler-Welsh on the Up Your Brave show. We're here on Reality Check Radio, and I'm talking next to Sandy Leo on the topic of aging well and elderly rest home care exposed. Welcome to the show, Sandy. Hello, Natalie. Good morning. I'm so thrilled to dive into this topic, something I personally do not know a lot about, but it is a massive concern, and I know it will touch the hearts of so many people. For those of you that don't know Sandy, Sandy has 30-plus years' experience in all aspects of fitness, health, and well-being. She is a pioneer in her ability to help rehabilitate, rejuvenate, tone, and strengthen bodies of all ages, including weight loss, hormone balancing, autoimmune issues, sleep, anxiety, and stress. Sandy was one of the first five Les Mills instructors uh, in 1980, and 29 years on, um, Auckland, on the Auckland stage, as well as uh, choreographing, filming, and developing new programs. Sandy currently runs a boutique training business and rehab clinic in Albany, where she applies her many skills and CHEK practitioner principles and infrared sauna. Ooh, infrared saunas are very popular at the moment. She teaches community Matt Pilates classes at two venues in the North Shore. Um, and her specialty services and intensive knowledge in pre- and post-surgery, corrective exercise, and total rehabilitation uh, with her executive-level clients, including CEOs, physios, doctors, and athletes of all ages. Leading surgeons have attributed total rehabilitation of mutual patients post-hip, shoulder, and knee surgery, alongside weight loss and general well-being, pain relief, and energy levels from her unique approach to holistic wellness. I'm I'm happy to hear that doctors are open to holistic wellness. She has changed people's lives and beliefs and assisted in fighting pain, inflammation, autoimmune issues, and cancer together with building strong minds and bodies with her unique approach to treating everyone as an individual and applying a combination of her CHEK practitioner exercise coach, golf biomechanic, and holistic nutrition and lifestyle coaching, Pilates, and total gym master, global trainer qualifications. Oh my goodness. Wow. (laughs) Sandy, that's a lot of things that you've been up to and so many qualifications. Before we dive into one area that you focus on, because I know you work with a number of people, including teenagers, by the way, listeners. Um, Before we dive into talking about the elderly, uh, tell me a little bit more about your backstory. How did you come to be so interested and qualified in the area of health and well-being? Well, the backstory of it was, as I said, 1980, um, that's when the Les Mills World of Fitness started, and we did everything wrong. (laughs) (laughs) The beats per minute were too long. We didn't wear shoes. We were jumping up and down on concrete and uh, wood floors, and the impact um, caused the first five instructors, we all got hip replacements, knee replacements. Oh, my gosh. And so then... I was told I'd never walk, work, or exercise when I was 25 again. So I jumped on a plane. I went, that's not happening to me. I need to go learn something. So I found a rehab clinic in Phoenix, jumped on a plane, got into rehabilitation about forget what you don't have and get on with what you do have and getting all your systems working together. So, And that included my mind. So I literally just went over 
And I found out that there's way more to wellness and rehabilitation and what we do into our bodies. And I went on that journey. So I didn't want to be a Les Mills instructor for the rest of my life. I wanted to be someone that could help all the people overtraining and coming up with injuries and putting it together. So then I became a Czech practitioner. So you spelled it out C-H-E-K. <laughs> Paul Czech is well known around the world. I'm a personal friend of his because I just got so into it. We became very good friends. And um, I, as he calls me, you're a sponge for knowledge, Sandy mm. Leo. And I wanted to really help people beyond what they, they can get from a normal practitioner. So I wanted to know it all. And that's where I started because I was told, you're not going to walk or work or exercise. I was in a back brace, couldn't walk. And I went, that's not me. <laughs> so that's where the journey started for me to start. And I just went around the world to every qualification I could get to learn more. Well, yeah, C-H-E-K. I thought it was an acronym, but I, <laughs> um, I'm so excited today to learn from you on the topic we're covering, but also, you know, you and I have seen each other around, like we've quote unquote known each other for, I don't know, five or six or so years at Women Entrepreneur Events in Auckland, but we've never really had the opportunity to talk. And that's why I love interviewing my guests because I just basically get to ask whatever I want um, and share that wisdom with everybody who's listening. So if, if you're listening today, get ready, we're going to dive in. And I'm so excited for you to have some amazing takeaways First of all, congratulations on your amazing attitude, because for you to be like, not, nah, not me. And then you went out and you, you looked for additional information and it, it sounds like you are definitely a sponge for knowledge. So I'm excited to um, squeeze out the sponge today. <laughs> Let's talk about elderly care. First of all, what is the status and state of elderly care here in New Zealand? Meaning, do you believe that our elderly are truly being cared for in rest homes with love and respect at the moment? So, of course, I can't talk about every rest time, but I've worked in probably five rest homes um, with either one-on-one -on -one people or I've gone in and done group classes of movement. Now, from my personal opinion, no. They are not being cared for and they're not being respected. They are being treated less than human. And I feel like they'd be more medicated to not complain rather than assisted mm. to have some kind of lifestyle. Um, so the basics of let's make sure they're drinking their water. Like half the time there's no water. They haven't drunk any water. So my clients we monitor her water. When she's dehydrated, she is confused. They call it dementia. I call it confused. Um, and she's sore because the muscles are tight and sore. Um, and no one's moved her. And so she's crying. Now, I don't call that care. Mm. That's really interesting about that. You know, they are, uh, it sounds like quite often over medicated so that they're just a little bit more in that sedate state instead of getting some of these basic fundamentals like water. And personally, I'm going, is it filtered water? Probably not. Probably tap water. So um, in the latest rest home, I found the filter in the kitchen. I was told I couldn't go in the kitchen. I just walk in with three bottles and say, I'm just filling up the water and I use the filter. Mm -hmm. I also um, get the family to make sure that she's drinking her water. Has to be filtered water. I mean, all the toxins which are going to destroy your gut are in tap water. Yeah. Such a basic which later on I'll mention to you, I have an e-book which has got the seven foundations of health for any age, which anyone can grab for free. 
but my basics are your breath, your thoughts, and hydration. And these are not um, dealt with in a rest time. They are sad. They are dehydrated. Um, the water is not in the latest rest time. There are no jugs of water in anyone's room. I look in everyone's room and um, I check it all out. And my client, there's four bottles in there, and we make sure that she's drinking them. No matter what, when she says, I don't want to go to the toilet, and I go, don't care, you're drinking your water. And it's filtered. So I imagine the, the rest homes you've been in are in the Auckland area. Yes. And I, but I also imagine it's probably similar countrywide, just making a grand sweeping statement there. For anyone listening, we would love to hear from you in your own experience with your loved ones. Maybe you work in a rest care facility um, or maybe you're visiting somebody. What is the status and state? Um, do some of Sandy's observations align with what you've seen? How can we make it better? I mean, you know, there's one thing about having like standards and things like that, but sometimes in those areas, is it a funding issue? Is it a lack of knowledge? Is it, it's not so much that the patients are like, no, no, don't give me, you know, don't move me, don't give me water. They're probably really keen to, to live a, a more healthy lifestyle as much as they can. How can we improve things? Well, from my observation, and I've had confrontations with the doctors, um, and I've brought to their attention the interreactions of the drugs they're on. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to know. And I go, what about the basics? Like, what about their gut health? So I actually um, taken my clients' acidophilus, probiotics, prebiotics. Mm-hmm. I give it to them and keep their gut health, which is their mind health. Um, their food is not food. There's zero nutrition. In yeah. it. So a, a typical meal is baked beans and hash browns or macaroni and cheese with a bit of mixed vegetables or some dried up um, pies, mince pies that you can buy in the kitchen or chips, and there's zero nutrition. So for me, it's like, why don't you have a veggie garden that you get your elderly to go Mm. and work in? Why don't we get them up and give them something to do? Like, because they virtually are told, don't move, go back to your room, Mm -hmm. sit down, you might fall. And they aren't encouraged to um, do activities in case they fall and the staff have to do too much work, assisting them. So really, I see them all too scared to do anything. Often I get, as I walk past other people, they're like, help, help. And they are asking for help. I've had one person, and I see a lot of them pass away, and I see them deteriorate. And it breaks my heart because what I see is the more noise they make, the more medication they get given Mm -hmm. until they're just like a zombie. Mm -hmm. And my heart just breaks. I've also seen staff, yanking them by one arm onto a wheelchair instead of two people kindly lifting them into a wheelchair. And I, I do, I interfere, I go, hey, don't do it like that. And I I see them being told off, sit down, don't move. And I'm like, no, why don't you assist them to stand up and move? Mm-hmm. And I often leave a rest time in tears and because I am just mortified at the way we treat it. I take my clients outside. I teach them to breathe. I get them to move. I get them to drink water. I take in nuts, berries, seaweed, and teach them nutrition or keep your mind uh, working. Now, all the medication, uh, people don't understand. Dementia comes from inflammation of the brain. All medications cause inflammation. You're on five medications. You've got an inflamed gut. You've got an inflamed brain. But then they're treated like 
idiots and it is so unkind to treat them like that. They should be treated with love and affection um, and not talked to like they're naughty children. Mm-hmm. And I just would love to see more rest homes encouraging movement, water, breath, going outside and doing things to give them life, bringing in children for them to play with, playing mm-hmm. board games together. I do a patient's crosswords Sudoku with my client. I make her do it. I go, keep your brain working. Let's go. And I left yesterday playing patience and she kept forgetting to go red, black, red, black, kept arguing with me, but that's medication making her angry. <laughs> and I go, don't worry, you can you can have an argument with me. But And I tell her, she says, what's the matter with my brain? I go, it's a medication. Um, and so I up all the natural, like the omega-3s, the calcium, the vitamin D, the acidophilus, which – they are not given. Their guts are destroyed by medication and you see them going downhill and they're not given anything, any nutrition or any natural supplementation to assist them with pain, joints, movement, brain. Um, and I think that these are our parents, these are the people that brought us up and they pay like seven grand a month, which, by the way, you could go on three cruises in a month and it would be cheaper to go on a cruise and get better food for your elderly. Wow. That's a fact. So I think for 7,000, do the arithmetic, they should be getting nutritious food, filtered water, yeah. and people like me paid to come in and go, what's the matter with this one? Let me do some opening up through the chest, back, wriggling your fingers, wriggling mm-hmm. toes. None of that happens. None of it. You know, it's almost, Sandy, I mean, I'm looking at you now. I know our listeners can only hear you, but you are like an angel. It's like you go in there and you've got this such a sweet energy, but you also are very strong. And I love the fact that you can stand up to the doctors as such, ask the questions and you can kind of, you know, if they're being mistreated, then you can, you'll, you'll speak up. And I love that. I feel like we need a whole tribe of you throughout the country, but it doesn't make sense. You're right. $7,000. They should be having beautiful food, regular motivational, you know, exercise and brain stimulating discussion or activities. It sounds like such a wasted opportunity. I imagine the staff are overworked and underpaid as well. Yes, they probably are. Most of them are foreigners. Um, and to be honest with you, when they see me doing exercise, because I take my client out in the sunshine mm-hmm. and I do vitamin stuff. D. Yeah, vitamin D, the first Bring thing. I like, and literally no one else is out there unless they're having a cigarette. <laughs> and so the staff come up to me and ask me to help. They go, look, I'm going into hospital for this or I've got this problem or this pain. They're not educated. They yeah. don't have any education in how to look after. They're just caregivers to provide food, take them to the toilet. And yeah. sometimes I see the way they're treated is horrific going to the toilet. Mm-hmm. Like my client personally doesn't like to drink water because then she has to go to the toilet. And then she has to find a nappy or something because the drugs make her a bit incontinent. Yeah. And so she feels embarrassed because they don't come or she's treated badly. Now, that is just horrific treatment. So when I, my latest client, when I first found her, she was in a wheelchair and she had a catheter. And I just worked with the children saying the catheter's got to come out because she's treating the right leg with the catheter as if it's broken and she was losing all function. So got her out of that. The doctor was like, you'll never get her walking. She's walking. She's on an azimuth frame. I just told the kids, we need to get rid of the wheelchair. 
I've got who's strong enough to be in the Zimmer frame. And she's forgotten she even had a wheelchair. <laughs> and she gets up and she goes to the toilet and she looks after herself. But the other ones I see all the time being told off for standing up or moving. Um, no one's got a glass of water. They're mm. given juice and coffee. Like they'll be given six cups of coffee. And we've put up on the doorway, no coffee, no sugar. But they still do it. And I go, yeah. why aren't you leaving the door? We want her not to have coffee. It's a diuretic. It doesn't work with peripheral neuropathy. Um, it's like you should know this. And they don't know it, Natalie. They don't know it. So the staff are ignorant in this. They're just doing their job, which is very little. And it does. It just, I just feel like we should have more educated mm. people that they shouldn't be treated like they're naughty children and just told not to move. Do you think it would make a difference, you know, as because I'm a business coach, I work a lot with entrepreneurs, so my brain kind of works in this way. Do you think it would make a difference? Let's just say if you were to, I don't know, get some funding to film a video series, let's just say a three-part video series, you know, one on movement and whatever, one on nutrition, I don't know. You're talking my language now. Right? Could that not easily become, because it's like, we can't, you know, you can't travel around New Zealand and do this for everyone. You'd be exhausted. But can we not do use, you know, the, the, the beauty of, of digital and film a video where that these staff who are well-intentioned, but under-trained, can they watch to give to empower them to then do better treatment? I mean, what are the things? So what you've just said, I actually wanted to find, and I haven't done it. Okay, but I wanted to do SOS, which is Sandy's online senior courses. Yeah. So SOS for the elderly, which incorporated the whole body, the mind, the hydration, the breathing, the movement. And I wanted to do that where it would be a training series for the staff and then a push and play on the TVs, which they are glued to. Yeah. We are now going into SOS. And they all have to do it. Like even it. things like their mouth, Natalie, their mouth becomes lazy. So if you, when I used to go into do groups before COVID, I was doing three a week, but I would get them to open their mouth and wriggle their tongue. I would get them to hum yeah. because they don't use their face. So I'd go, ah, get your tongue out, wiggle it with a game. Mm-hmm. And they loved it. But imagine that if I could yeah. get them funding, if someone, like if there's a God out there that could fund me to do this and we could get it out. And it became a compulsory need that was put into all the rest times that all staff had to watch it. I would be the happiest woman in the world. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you made me think that is that you could have the staff one, which has a, mm-hmm. high, a different level of education. And then you have the ones that the, the rest home, that the elderly would watch because instead of just watching random daytime TV, they could watch and they could do the exercises. I think that would be amazing. So, hey, let's put it out there. If anyone has connections or can help to make this concept a reality, um, Sandy, I can imagine you would do great videos because you look great and you've got such an extensive training and you'd make it kind of fun doing these exercises. It's always fun because <laughs> fun is part of life. Yeah. Fun has to be part of it. As a chip practitioner, we always say whatever you're doing has to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. 
I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got another question. You keep mentioning, you say, you know, my clients, my clients, mm-hmm. who hires you? Is it the family that has the elderly person that would hire you as, I guess, a separate or an add-on to the care that they're receiving? You'd think that for the seven grand, they would get something like this, but um, yes. yeah. <laughs> okay. So initially, um, so I have a lot of clients and at the time I had two doctors with my clients. They came to me for their health, nutrition, movement, and problems. Doctors, please just put that in your head. GPS yeah. were working with me, and I was looking after all of their hormones, internal health, bowel problems, physical problems, and telling them to stop taking those drugs, stop doing that surgery. Um, so one of them worked part-time, stopping in to a rest home, I won't say where, um, but on her way home, she went in there twice a, a week and she said to me, you need to be here. So mm-hmm. she talked to the manager and the manager said to come in. So I came in with my bag of 30 balls, Pilate balls and bands, and I went in, put on some great music, started throwing balls, catch, 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 and making things fun. Like yeah. turn around, shake someone's hand, move your neck, nod your head, um, even just doing spirit fingers, I like guess spirit fingers. Like, mm-hmm. Anyway, we I was doing that. Then the elderly loved it so much. They boycotted their um, housey class and music class and said they wanted more Sandy. <laughs> so <laughs> SOS. I went, yeah. So I went to three classes a week and then I started sticking around watching what happened at the lunch table. And I was like, how come no one's drinking water? And they said to me, we can't lift the jug out. It's too heavy for our hands. I go, it's your God-given right to have water. And I poured them water. Yeah. So then I started, uh, COVID came along and they said, Sandy, you, you can't come in anymore. And they never got me back. Profits were more important. And they didn't get me back. Then in that time, a gentleman talked to one of my colleagues in Dunedin saying, what do I do for my mum? And this guy, Mark Buckley, said, there's only one person in Auckland, that's Sandy Leo, talked to her. <laughs> and so he rang me and he goes, I think I knew you 20 years ago, Sandy. Met him. They took me out to meet their mum, that daughter, and he was over from London. Met the mother. And I was watching what they were doing. They had the right concept, but they just didn't understand. So I took over what they were doing with her. We went back to the room. He goes, you're perfect. You are perfect. We want you to work with our mum. So that's how that one happened. And then... Literally, I've got her walking. I've got her drinking. She's got. She's eighty. She's got, she's got the most amazing body. Anyone that goes on my social media will see. I put up lots about her progress, and everyone has been watching it. So she's the one that I'm allowed to really put out there to show yeah. you. Do not tell your parents they go to a rest time if they can stay in their home, and you could get someone to come in like myself because I will do one on one. Go to a home and help people look at the way their house is set up, look at what's in their fridge, talk to them, write things down. The one-on-one care there, or I go into the rest homes. So that's how you get me. I I mean, the thing is, I feel like we need more of you. And like, I can imagine, again, my entrepreneurial brain, I can imagine you training the trainers as such, you know, so raising the level of I would love empathy and skills and wisdom that some of these people like imagine having a lot of, you know, a a team of SOS Sandys that go in and yeah. And of course that is part of my 2024. That is part of the dream that I want. Of course we, 
you and I know that to put this together is a lot of money mm-hmm. and a lot of time. So I'm I'm a big person that believes in the spirit world and I believe that um, I'm ready and I'm open and this will fall into place mm-hmm. because, yes, I would love to train a team. I would love there to be a funding for a school of training, yeah. the staff, the management. The SOS Academy. Yes, <laughs> yes. I looked for me to watch because I have had my heart broken so many times watching a basically decline of people coming in. Like mm. one moment they're talking to me, smiling, walking, then they're not, then they're shuffling, then they're in their room, then they don't recognize me. And I'm like, what medications are they on? And the, I see like one in particular asked me to put him to bed five times. And I was like, do you forget how to go to bed? He goes, no, I just like you touching me. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I would just touch his face. He didn't have that basic love in there. And so no one put him to bed. He just fell into bed. They often will fall asleep and no one puts him to bed. It's breaking. It broke my heart watching it. So... Do you think there's a bit of a shift? Um, I don't know if it's with the doctors or the caregivers or the families of these people more open to holistic health or looking at, you know, the contraindications of the medications. Like, are there are they open to seeing that there's a better way and specifically with some natural basic things like gut, getting their gut health and their microbiome sorted? No. To be honest with you, I've, we've had meetings, the family with the doctor, mm-hmm. and I challenged him. Like, for instance, I've said that you've got her on your upping her nerve medication, side effects, that inability to get your thoughts in an order, confusion, suicidal, um, sore tight muscles, and gait pattern that is troubled. So if you're trying to get someone to walk with a gait pattern that doesn't work, with sore tight muscles and confusion, how does that go together? Mm -hmm. So I asked if he could possibly reduce it. And he said, look, my job is when they wake up, if they say something is sore, I medicate them. I said, but they're sore in the yeah. morning because they're dehydrated. Yeah, that's so a signal move. from the body. <laughs> yeah. It's like, could you get them to move in water before you up your medication? And he said, your job is to do what you do. My job is to make them quiet and comfortable. Mm. And I literally said to the family, and they've agreed, Dr. Evil. You're basically just shutting them up with medication without any concern for what you're doing to their gut, brain, kidney. So she had, she did have repeated UTIs, yeah. which I said to the family, that will kill her. A kidney failure will kill her. So I need to get in there and get her kidney sorted, which is with, I, I, as I say to her, you need to be a river, not a swamp. So I need flow in your body, mm-hmm. which means I need water and fluids. I don't need coffee and tea. Yeah. And they give them six tea or coffee. They do not offer water. Now, that is a basic human right. And they're basically killing them doing that. And I, I just can't understand why doctors are not looking at that. And we know that they've got different conditions. And with different conditions, there's different foods that they should and shouldn't have. There was no concern to that. None. One basic meal, that is it. And it's not even a meal. Half the time it's cold. Yeah. It's disgusting and it's tasteless. It's horrific. How Even much things. sway do the families have? So what I'm thinking is there'll be people listening like me who I actually think, you know, I'm very grateful. I don't have family in elderly care at this stage. Mm-hmm. It's not something I've experienced at all. 
Uh, but there will be people that are, ha- this is very close t- to home for them. My question is, if people are feeling today a little bit more, well, worried or maybe empowered to go in and ask questions or make suggestions or things like that, how much do the families get listened to if they go in, for example, and say, hey, listen, can you please make sure that our mother is drinking or here's a water filter or here's some Awa water from the health shop? Like they might literally take the water in. Can you, how much sway do they have? A big sigh from me. I know. We've tried everything. Mm-hmm. We have put um, signs on the door. No sugars. Please encourage water. Please take Glennis for a walk on the Zimmerfam. Basically nothing happens. Okay. I have literally been sitting there when in comes a coffee and ice cream with 100,000. I go, excuse me. And there's a sign on the door. The family do not want him drinking coffee after midday. And we want water. And there's no water jug in here. And no one's taken it for a walk. And they just say, the doctor said, the doctor said not to listen to you, okay. to listen to her. Yeah. And so she asked for coffee. She doesn't even know because she's so uh, forgetful. Like yesterday I went in, there was a coffee at 3 o'clock. And I took the coffee tipped it out, put a water bottle there. She didn't even remember one second later. I said to her, you missed the coffee? She was like, what coffee? Like, she doesn't remember. So they don't take any notice. They literally take no notice. So it really, it sounds like it has to come from the top, meaning they're just doing their job, right? And they say, do not listen to the family. (laughs) Listen to the client. If the client says, I need pills, I'm sore. And half the time that is habit. Like, I can sit there and say to Glennis, like, are your feet sore? She goes, yeah. And then I can massage your feet. That's a bit, your feet aren't sore. She goes, no, they're not. And I go, then why are you asking for pills? How oh, can I'm sore? I say, are you really sore? No, I'm not really sore. <laughs> so it's like they're not testing anything. Yeah. It's just up the medication. And then you get the side effects of dementia. But it's not dementia. It is side effects of the combination of all of the pills. Mm-hmm. But the gut health, like, I watch people there, and they are, they're sad, they're demented, their energy levels, and they're going downhill because everything they say they get another pill for. Yeah. And no one looks after gut health, mind health, hydration, and breathing, which is all in my ebook, which anyone can grab. And it's called Flourish. Now you can apply everything in that ebook to a 15 year old or an 80 year old. And it's a basic human right, which will, and um, no matter what, if you apply the seven foundations, which if a rest home could apply the seven foundations in my ebook, we would see happy, functional elderly. At the moment, it's like a hospice. You're there to die. Yeah. For our listeners, can you see the pattern of pills being the go-to and mm-hmm. tragically even requests being just push to the side and it's kind of listen to the single source of truth over there. Listen to what the doctor says. So how can we turn things around? I mean, Sandy, I would love to see some sort of, I don't know if it's a conference or a training for all these in-house doctors of the rest homes to, because that, it sounds like it needs to start with the top at the top. So they have zero holistic health. Yeah. When I, he's, I said to him, there was a, I said, why don't you just give my client one anti-inflammatory yeah. for the peripheral neuro? And when you're saying anti-inflammatory, you don't mean neurofin. You mean like turmeric or something. 
she's already on turmeric, okay. omega-3, calcium, magnesium, vitamin D, and acidophilus. Love and it. she does sometimes, she's got a little bit, at the moment I'm pushing for MRI and an X-ray CT scan because no one's looking because she's 80. She's not worth doing an MRI. And I go, mm-hmm. that's shameful. She had an accident and fell over. Mm-hmm. She needs an MRI. I need to see whether she has compressed nerves from discs in her lumbar spine. We need to see this. And they don't. So um, I'm pushing for that to happen because her pain is in her like sciatic nerve and her peripheral neuropathy in the feet could just be from compression of nerves from the fall, but no one's looked at it. They just give her nerve medication. It does yeah. nothing. Now, I myself have some compression from all my Leeds Mills work, and I know that pain in your butt. And I know that if I have to go out, so I don't touch any pain medication. I'm on no medication. I'm 62 now, and I take nothing. However, if I have something to go to and I'm in pain, I will take one diclofenac, but I've, then I and I put that with turmeric, and I do that with water and food. So I said to the doctor, "Why don't?" And he goes, "Oh, you can't do that because of their gut." And I said to him, "But I've already got her on digestive enzymes and acidophilus." And he goes, mm-hmm. "What?" I said, "She's on full acidophilus." He goes, "Pardon?" I said, "She's on full acidophilus, which every." person in this rest home should be on yeah for seven thousand dollars they should be given this to protect their gut from the medications he didn't know what i was talking about he did not know what i was talking about so there we have natalie a zero a zero understanding and this doctor also took me into his office and asked if i could recommend what to do with his wife who could not walk and had had brain surgery and knee surgery. And I said, pardon? And he said, I don't know who you are, but if you could help my wife. Mm-hmm. So there's a doctor reaching out to me again. Well, congratulations to him to even be open to asking you. And I feel like sometimes people, it needs to happen so close to home before people realize the power of holistic health and well-being. So mm-hmm. what happened there? Did you help the wife? Um, he didn't come back to me. I think his pride got in the way. Mm-hmm. I said to him, look me up. And I think his pride got in the way. Um, and I said to him, I would really like to refer her to Warren Lee, who's a top spinal surgeon, and I would like to get an MRI and I want to. He goes, but then what, Sandy? I said, what do you mean? He said, then what? I said, what? You mean because she's 80 that no one would do surgery on her because she's not worth it? And he went, yes. I was like, wow. Just wow. Mm-hmm. So we just medicate the pain until she dies yeah when she could have another 15 years in her of quality lifestyle and she is fun she will like she did a hundred squats the other day (laughs) a hundred squats um and we honestly she walked past one of the guys going to the toilet with the door open and she literally oh goodness me i haven't seen one of those for about 10 years and she's laughing her head off and she does ballet for me so i make it into fun I said, come on, up on your toes. She said, can I do the arms and show you my PAs? And we're doing fun outside, laughing. And she comes back. I took her to the beach on January the 1st. I made her, for the first time in two to three years, walk in the water, bought her an ice cream, bought her home, made her dinner. And I said, how happy are you? She goes, oh, this is the best day. She was so happy. Why aren't they taking them? 
to the beach because there's not enough staff qualified to take them to the beach yeah. to manage them. What if there was an army of me that could go, we'll pick you up, we'll bring the SOS van, and it's an outing, and we taught these elderly to keep having fun and their fingers and toes and their gut, everything functioning. Like To me, it's like so simple, 7000 a month. Yeah. What a different story it would be and how different their lives would be if it's it's not that hard. It doesn't sound that hard to me. Um, oh my gosh, Sandy. Well, you know, it's kind of like exciting to hear what the difference you're making in those people's lives, but there's so few of them, obviously, compared to how many people out there are just medicated and sitting in those chairs and not getting the movement um, that they need and that they deserve. I what can we like- what can we do? I would just like to encourage anyone listening to this or anyone that will share it with people to have more awareness of don't just take your loved parents and grandparents to a GP and think they're doing the best for them. Like just don't do that because they have a God-given right to live in comfort and keep their functioning brain, not to be medicated, not to feel anything like Give them laughter, give them health, give them food and hydration. Like bring back the photo album, stimulate their memory. Like please do not let your elderly rot and think that the GP is the best thing for them. Get someone like myself to come in the home. Give yourself the skills of what um, the elderly can do in their home to stay at home. Mm-hmm. Who can help them? I mean, I want an army of me. Absolutely. Um, I believe that Meals on Wheels is actually better than the food you get in a rest home. And I was talking to a friend of mine the other day that that's all um, volunteer work. And I would love to promote that because they just drop off to the door food. So you can do that for your elderly instead of going to a rest home. Believe me, the food is much better. Plus, when you visit your elderly, do not take them sugar. Don't take them lollies and chocolate. Mm -hmm. Take them everything colorful, green, red, orange smoothies if they've got false teeth or stop at tank and get them a smoothie yeah like bring them color and the golden rule is please look after their gut give them probiotics give them digestive enzymes that will give them so much comfort and all their organs and their mental health okay so if even if some people think i don't even know where to get those a health food shop right okay they come to you I have um, a full nutrition side to me. I'm a holistic nutritional lifestyle coach. Yeah. I can just send a link where they can buy direct and I will tell them what to give their parents. They can ring me. I have a yeah. calendar on my on my website, a 15-minute free call. You can ring me about anyone and say, what do we get? I, then I'll send the link. This is where you buy it. You get 10% off. And I will make sure it's all food derived. Please remember 85% of supplements are synthetic and don't work. Mm-hmm. So you must make sure you know, and a retail person or a chemist don't know. They're I not. agree. It's like, don't just go to the chemist warehouse and grab Please something don't. off the shelf. Do not. You could actually be killing someone. Like you have to know supplementation. I know that inside out. I've been studying 30 years. I can tell you every brand. I can tell you what's in everything. So I have found a few brands. My one in particular I use all the time is Neolife, but anyone can get the supplementation. It's food derived, no synthetics, easily absorbable, but you have to know when to take it, how to take it. You have to know not to take calcium with zinc. 
things like that. You've got right. to know that your bees have to be an hour away from thyroid medication. So all those things are super important. Yeah, super important. And and we just mm. don't know this stuff because we were never told it. So thank no. you for sharing some practical tips that people can do today or take on board. Um, I would love to ask you the up your brave question. In 2024, the question is, if you were to truly up your brave in the next year, what would you do? I would work on finding funding to get the SOS elderly help online in rest times and get the government behind upping the standards for our elderly, for our loved ones, for the ones that have literally, they, it's not a crime to get to 80 or 90. It's not a crime. Why are they treated so badly? So I would love to make every rest time have standards which get assessed. Like they're assessed. These standards are upheld. And if family put something on the door, they are listened to. Mm-hmm. They are listened to. So really eyes and ears listening and we have a change in how the elderly are treated, whether it's in home, whether it's in a rest home. I do encourage people to try and keep them at home as long as you can. My uh, husband's um, grandparents in Australia, they lived, the, the granddad lived to almost 100. He was 99. And the grandmother died a few years prior and they lived at home and they literally went around and delivered meals on wheels to people. Wow. Like, so a big part. And they walked around the beach and they picked up rubbish. Like, so they were moving, they were yes. contributing to society. They were eating well. They had a beautiful veggie garden and in the backyard and fruit trees. Yeah. How easy would it be? To have in every rest home a vegetable garden. So easy. Like they've got people doing the lawns and putting flowers in. Forget the flowers. Let's get some produce. And let's get, and un, unfortunately, I go and talk to chefs. And um, one rest time I saw one of them resign because she was not listened to about, she was trying to treat some of um, the clients, like taking out the onion that might affect them. She was yeah. not listening to her, so yeah. apparently she walked off. But they replaced her with a kitchen hand. And I talked to, in the latest rest time, I talked to the kitchen hand. He's blind. He's been working there since 1997. I go, has anything changed? He goes, no. He goes, we just heat it up and I just clean up. And I go, but there's nothing in here. I'm not seeing any fresh salad. And he goes, no. Well, it's definitely time for a change. So for anyone listening, if you have connections or capacity to help Sandy create this, I think you called it SOS Elderly Help, um, you can get in touch with her. How can they connect with you um, and what's coming up in the next six months? Well, right now, in fact, right now, a new website's been launched and I'd love everyone to jump on there and subscribe. Um, And it's at www.sandyleo.com. Or you will also, if you want my ebook, you just go hello.sandyleo.com. You that make it will, easy. Sandy with a Y, everybody, S A N D Y. All lowercase. Mm-hmm. And that, that will then take you to my website, which will give you basic programs. So if it's yourself, if it's you and your husband, if it's you and your family, there's a basic program, there's a three month coaching, six months coaching. 12 months coaching and that will incorporate everything you need or you need for your children or you need for your elderly I do not just look at one thing I look at everything so that coaching program I have never had anyone ever 
come back and say, I want my money back. I've always got results. Um, so as I said, hello.sandyleo.com. I encourage everyone, don't go to a nutritionist, don't go to a chiropractor, don't go to a GP, don't go to anybody until you've read the seven foundational steps of your own okay. health and looked at yourself. Because it will, applies to every single person. It's an easy read, really easy. Sandy, I'd love to have you back on because I know another area you're amazing at is teenagers. And I know you're helping a bunch of teenagers around the world, specifically around detoxing. I've got a friend overseas. I'm going to get her to get your ebook to read the, the foundations, foundational information. Two other questions that might be coming up for people. So I'm going to ask them. Number one, what if someone's like, okay, I can get, I, I can go to your website and look at coaching, but how do I get you to go into my my elderly parents home or the rest home. I, I want you, Sandy, to go in. That's one question. Second question is where can they find the vitamins and supplements I imagine on your website? So as I said, it's a new website. By the time uh, we go live with this, it, there will be a page, Sandy Nutrition, and it will link into um, Neolife. And I will then have another shop where I put some extra supplements like the organic turmeric because people know turmeric, but it's not the turmeric in your cupboard. And it must be organic and it must have black pepper. So all these things I yes. sourced for you. Yes. Or just jump on a free 15-minute calendar call with me and I will give you everything you need. There is on my website a button that says elderly care mm -hmm. that will also have a um, login, talk to me, or just sign up and get me to help your parents or just ring. Look, really... I love to do, you have an obligation to be an individual. I like to do it the ones individually. Yeah. Of course, there's not enough for me to go around. So that's why where we come into the other program. But if you want yeah. me um, to help uh, in, in the Auckland area, um, if you're a, a rest home down country and you want your whole rest home to be revamped, then call, call me up. I'll come down. Um, so, yes, the teenagers, uh, the teenagers, again, their mental health is not, they're not, chronic fatigue, they're not ADD, they're not OCD, they are not eating right, they're not sleeping right, they're too much screen time, too much stress, and their parents are losing control thinking they're all these things. No, with some counselling and guidance, and they're normally really honest with me, and putting some rules in their lifestyle, like they're normally very honest with me, how they feel about their parents, how they feel about life, and what they're trying to do with their life. So I literally just do Zoom calls with any teenager. Suicidal ones are not suicidal anymore. They're standing in their leadership. They've got, uh, they came down to a few supplements um, just to get their mental state and looking at their diet and their sleep. So, yeah. Amazing. You know what? I would love to get you back on. We're going to do okay. a whole show about the teens. But I wanted to plant that seed if anyone's listening and they've got um, a teen that ha is having issues with their health or emotions, they can reach out to you as well. Sandy, yeah. before we wrap things up, is there anything else you want to share with our audience today? No, just be kind. And please, first and foremost, drink your water, not tap water, zero tap water. Breathe. Stop and breathe, everyone. And eat colorful food. Amazing. Thank you for sharing so much wisdom with us today. And I think the main thing is painting a picture of what it could be like in the rest homes 
and hopefully together, you know, we can make that transition. Um, I think, you know, it is time for an SOS. So thank you so much, Sandy Leo, today, everyone, on Aging Well and Elderly Rest Home Care Exposed. Thanks, Sandy. Thank you, Nicole. If Reality Check Radio enriches your day in life, support us to keep bringing you the content, voices, perspectives, and the dose of reality you won't get anywhere else. Visit www.realitycheck.radio forward slash donate. Mm-hmm.